Good evening, Corona friends, fellow slaves. How are you this evening? It is Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. Wow, how fast has it gone? Uh, Tuesday evening, I just wanted to say hello. I got back from WORK a little while ago, and um, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy what's been going on. I haven't had a chance to check any of the articles today, but what I'm hearing is that uh, about close to 50% of the population working age in the United States is currently unemployed. So pretty crazy stuff. I'm pretty blessed to have a job and to be working during this global pandemic, uh, if you even want to call it that. But um, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to a few people. Let's see if I can. Oh, no, I can't. No, I can't pull the screen up, but I can remember United States, Ireland, Great Britain, Panama. Thank you. Thank you, people, for listening. I truly appreciate it. It really is nice to know that there are people who do understand. It's a beautiful thing. So this evening, let's see. I don't know. Maybe we'll uh, find an article on Zero Hedge. I'm not quite sure. Um... It's nice to be out of the loop and not plugged in to the mainstream media. I do jump onto Twitter to see what's going on. It's the quickest way that I can find the most obscure and independent information out there. As far as mainstream media, I, I barely have the tolerance to have the television on for more than 15 minutes. It's about sometimes 10 minutes. It really just depends on what channel. But the sad thing is, the further I pull myself away, well, it's not necessarily sad, but the further I pull myself away from the pulse of society, the more complacent I become, right? We live in a generation, let's just say it for what it's worth, we live in a generation full of stupid people. Stupid people. Stupid people every place. They're all over the fucking world. But here, here... In the United States, and, and maybe here in New York, eh, maybe not so much. It really depends on your circle. There's stupid people all over the place. Um, and it's scary to think what the stupid people consume on a day in and day out, daily basis. This, this is why we've been overcome and overtaken by the government structures. This is why... They were so easily able to take away our rights to even support ourselves. I got the birds outside saying good evening. Good evening, everyone. I don't know if you could hear them. Um, yeah, I mean, people just basically bent over, rolled over. We all that had. Okay, in the beginning, at the very least. We all got had for this corona madness, right? Uh, first it was the northeast, now it's the south. I don't know. If they're going to turn around and lock us down again in the Northeast. But they, they probably will. They, they'll probably try. They absolutely will try. But more people. More people seem to be waking up. And, th and that's a good thing. Um, you're not going to find the truth in mainstream news. You're not going to find the truth in mainstream media. And if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that, well, you don't even bother with those routes of information in the first place. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Um, Alright, so let's just read over the headlines for this evening. Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. 
Man shot after protester fires handgun into SUV during Utah BLM protest. Now, not for nothing, I don't know how many black people there are in Utah, okay? Uh, I, we're we're going to look that shit up right now because I, I don't know. I spoke to a guy from Alaska not too long ago, and he said they were like all of three black women. And I know Alaska's not Utah, granted, but it's the West, so I don't know. It's all the same to me. Uh he said there were like three black women in, in Alaska. I don't know. Utah does not strike me as predominantly African-American population, whatever you want to call it, black African-American. I have friends who get very offended at the whole African-American thing. And they get pissed off at Kwanzaa because they've been on this earth long enough to know like where the fuck did this Kwanzaa come from. But there's always something, you know? I'm sure this year's Kwanzaa is going to be huge. So let's see. Utah. I, I, I'm... I'm just curious i'm just curious how many black people are in utah because you know they're having black black live matters protests in utah and um i don't know i don't i don't think the right people are prop properly represent all right i don't want birth data i want actual demographic <laughs> okay demographics of utah okay by race as of 2005, the total population, the percentage of white people in Utah, as of 2005, I don't have any more recent information here. So we're talking 15 years ago. We got 2017. Hmm. Wikipedia, I figure you could do a little bit better than that, but maybe it's the census? Who the hell knows? Uh, all right. So I'll find better statistics but uh i'm sure this is a bit of a trend so we got 2000 and 2005 demographic graphics of utah so we could see 95 percent white between 2000 and 2005 right um 1.84 percent i don't know aian i don't even know what that is oh american indian or alaskan native okay 1.84 percent um and then you have NHPI, which is Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander. This is the demographic breakdown of Utah. Then you got 2.2% Asian. And 1.14% Black. So, as of 2005, and I don't have anything recent, but as of 2005, it's <laughs> less than 2% of Black people. In all of Utah. But meanwhile, they're having... This, this, Alright, so that's the whole point of this this little excursion we just did right here. And then meanwhile, they're having a Black Lives Matter protest, right? So maybe you figure... Okay, so the growth rate... There is a growth rate here. Right? Live birth by single race ethnicity of mother. I thought there was a, a, a percentage for rate of growth. Here we go. So well, they're saying the black population between 2000 and 2005 grew by 23%, but they only went from 1.14% to 1.32% in those five years. So I don't know. Apparently, black people were in super minority, but they're growing the fastest. Go fucking figure. Uh, I don't know what the most recent demographics, but let's just say there's less than 5% of black people in Utah. But meanwhile, you know what? Utah has to represent too, right? They have to represent so much that they're fucking shooting people. I mean, like, give me a break. Enough of this bullshit. 
Um, they're pulling down statues. Like, I'm paying attention, but I'm trying not to pay attention because the sheer absurdity and stupidity of what's been going on, I might have mentioned in a previous rant podcast, like, they're literally painting Black Lives Matters on streets and taking down street signs and renaming. Like, why? Like, why? Does that make... It doesn't make any sense to me. Can somebody please explain this? Like, how does this rectify what has been happening? This perce- And this is all about George Floyd, right? Okay. It fucking breaks. See, this is, this is how stupid our society has become. And supposedly they're all over the world protesting about the same shit. 99% white, 95% white, but you guys are out This isn't your fucking cause. Don't give me no bullshit. And this is the mainstream media telling you that. Because they've done this in the past. When they had the uprisings in Libya, when they had all of these crazy things happen, they were like, oh, they're just mad because a movie was released. And meanwhile, it was like a coordinated attack on a U.S. embassy. But the mainstream media will blow smoke so far up your fucking ass. You mean to tell me in Sweden they're protesting over George Floyd? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. I want to see a picture of a Swede holding a picture of George Floyd. Get the fuck out of here. I'm just so tired of the bullshit. And I'm even more tired... Of the people who are willing to lap this shit up with a grin on their face. It's ridiculous to me. It's absolutely ridiculous. Alright, moving on. Think the cancel mobs can't get any worse? Think again. Alright, this is about the cancel culture. We got Washington Poe doing damage control over Biden, Ukraine. Like, all of this shit, at the end of the day... Just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Because at the no matter what no matter what, all of these headlines under this new law, cryptocurrency could become illegal. If let's read this one. If this law passes, not only will the government be able to access your devices, but hackers will have endless new tre- treasures of data to steal. Courtesy of the United States Senate. Let's read this one. Because I don't own any cryptocurrency. I'm considering owning cryptocurrency. Because everybody's like, bye, 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 bye. And I'm just like, I don't know. I always had this feeling about it. This distrustful feeling. Um, I remember when Bitcoin was $150. I've said this in the past. It it, it spiked. I think it went up to $20,000. I, I don't really pay too much attention. Then 14, now it's below 10, but I'm curious. I mean, if, if I had if I had that much crypto, or even like two coins or three coins, I don't know. I would probably try to sell and get my money um, out of it. But there are people who are still holding lots of, of Bitcoin, and, and I'm, I'm sure they're like overnight, well not overnight, but it took about 10 years, um, millionaires. Uh, and good for them. But See, to me, my philosophy is this. Unless it's in your hand, it's not really real. And the same thing could be said about paper, paper money, blah, blah, blah. You know, paper money can change overnight, right? What it's worth, it's buying power. Um, Crypto is this 
don't know. It's just this black hole of, of codes and zero and one. And you're trusting. You're trusting that the clearinghouse or whoever's holding it is not going to legitimately glitch your shit out and erase or, or give it away. Um, whereas if I have cash or I have gold or I have silver, it's tangible. It's in my hand. Uh, so that, that's always been my issue with cryptocurrency is that it's not tangible. It's not really real to me. It's, it's like having your money in the bank. You have this bank account that the, and, uh, let's say the next week, the government declares austerity measures like they've done in Spain, like they've done in Italy, like they've done in other countries. So what difference does it make if you have a hundred or 200,000 sitting in your bank when they're limiting you to $80 a day? What difference does it make? It's not really yours unless they give it over to you. As far as I'm concerned, money in the bank is not really... They're holding it hostage, right? It's just fucking ridiculous. And, 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 I, and I mentioned this on a previous podcast about the, the whole issue of the banks. Uh, one of my responses to Gregory Manorino, it's, it's fucking farce. <laughs> you know, you're paying the banks to hold your money hostage? Like, what the fuck? But again are too stupid to realize. Okay, so let's get to the article. This article is authored by Simon Blank. BeASovereignMan.com In early 1775, Benjamin Franklin and his European colleague, Charles Dumas, developed a secret method of communicating with each other. Dumas had spent years gathering intelligence in Europe to assist the Americans in their revolt against Britain but the two needed a secure way to pass information across the Atlantic. So they developed a special cipher, a crude form of encryption where letters and words were substituted for numerals. The decryption key changed with every letter. So, for example, in a letter from Franklin dated March 2nd, 1781, the word merchant was written as 23.3.4.13.6.4. 14.24.18. At the same time, the physician James Jay, brother of the first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Jay, developed an invisible ink so that revolutionary leaders could communicate in secret. These encrypted communications became critical to the revolution, and it's safe to say there would probably be, there would probably not be a United States if they hadn't developed a secure way to send information. Ironically, politicians are trying to destroy modern methods of encryption. Over the past few months, while everybody has been in mandatory isolation, cowering in fear in their homes, and over the past few weeks, while the land of the free has been consumed with rage, a few U.S. senators have once again proven that chilling political adage, never let a good crisis go to waste. Exhibit A, Senate Bill 4051. The Lawful Access to Encrypted Data Act, end quote, which, is quiet, which was quietly introduced last week when everyone's attention was consumed elsewhere. So this, was, this is called Bill 4051, Lawful Access to Encrypted Data Act. Lawful Access to Encrypted Data Act. Huh. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It was quietly introduced last week when everyone's attention was consumed elsewhere. First things first, like all freedom-killing bills, this one has a catchy name. 
The Lawful Access to Encrypted Data Act is LED for short. As in move over China, the land of the free will lead the way in destroying the last remaining freedoms of its citizens. It's no surprise. It's no surprise. Under the cover of a pandemic, they got everybody bending over and bowing down, wearing masks. Sorry. Everybody's subservient. Everybody is basically willing to roll over and play dead for their government. And here, and then, they, and they're so, they're so secretive. How come this isn't mentioned in the news, right? Right? Your privacy, my privacy, encryption. Encryption is supposed to be secure. So basically, they're saying there's no such thing as secure communication anymore by introducing this act. I didn't finish reading this article yet, but I'm pissed off enough to know that this is just their way. Another way. They, they do, they've been doing this shit for decades. But now, they're going to know everything about your secure data transmissions, right? Including, I guess, let's get to the article, cryptocurrencies. In that way, it seems more like lead. A highly toxic, toxic metal that poisons the brain and creates severe intellectual disability. He's referring to lead. The Lawful Access to Encrypted Data Act. At its core, the Lead Act is an encryption killer. It aims to require technology companies to build backdoors into their products to ensure that the government can remotely access your data, your device, and your life. This is 1984, people. Most people haven't read 1984. I had the privilege of reading it growing up when school actually did give you an education. Oh, they're fucking turning kids all different colors and angles today. It doesn't matter. Read 1984. I didn't watch the movie. Read it. Read the... I don't care. Read, read a fucking summary. But in 1984, the screens watched you. And they've been watching us. Smart TVs. You think any of that shit is coincidental? No, no, no. Okay. So, they're going to build back doors into their products to ensure that they can remotely access your data, your device, and your life. And this is nothing short of earth-shattering. It's not surprising to me. Under the Lead Act... Oh, I jumped down. Apple, for example, currently provides device encryption on its iPhones and iPods. And once you encrypt your device, only you can decrypt it. Apple can't, hackers can't, and the government can't. So if your device is stolen, your data cannot be compromised. Under the Lead Act, this practice would become illegal. Apple would no longer be able to offer device encryption, and they'd have to provide a way for the federal government to remotely access your device and all of its contents. The same goes for your favorite chat applications. WhatsApp, for example, is one of the most popular texting apps in the world. A few years ago, Facebook, which owns WhatsApp, began implementing end-to-end encryption for all WhatsApp data. This means that any message you send someone via WhatsApp is immediately encrypted the moment it leaves your phone. That message arrives to the WhatsApp service for fully encrypted. So any hacker or Facebook engineer who intercepts the data will see nothing but a garbled mess. And the message isn't decrypted until it arrives to the intended recipient's device. So only the people who can see the message in clear text are the two people participating in the conversation. No one else can eavesdrop or download the data. But again, under the Lead Act, this too would become illegal, and Facebook would be obligated to build in a backdoor for the government to remotely access your conversations. 
The government loves the backdoor. Lead also requires developer, developers of operating systems like Microsoft Windows and Apple's Mac OS to provide backdoor access to your computer. Ooh. It's extraordinary to think of how far-reaching the effects of this legis legislation will go. For example, do you use an online password manager like 1Password? They will be also be required to give the government access to your data, which essentially would give the government access to everything you do online. Do you upload files and photos to iCloud? Yep, that too. Apple will be required to build a backdoor and give the government access to your data. I assume the government already has access. I mean, maybe they're just trying to make a formal, but think i would think that th there's no such thing as true privacy no fucking way but i mean to make it like a law that's another that's another step entirely you know um any zero knowledge encryption whether it's for storing files sharing photos texting friends making video calls sending encrypted emails etc will be illegal under this legislation and to be crystal clear about what that means, cryptocurrency will effectively become illegal under the Lead Act as well. That's so crazy. That's right. Cryptocurrency relies on data encryption too. Your wallet is essentially a public key-private key combination, and in theory only you are supposed to have access. But that's exactly what this legislation aims to prevent. The government wants backdoor access to everything. Honestly, this legislation would be hilarious if it weren't totally true, because it shows how totally clueless these people really are. The politicians are calling it lawful access, as if only the government would be able to use these backdoors. Clearly, these people understand nothing about cybersecurity. There is no such thing as a backdoor that only the government can access. Once a technology company creates a way to remotely access a device, that backdoor is available to anyone who could crack it. It's not like some hacker or foreign intelligence agency is going to probe the back door on your iPhone and say, Oh, never mind. This is only for the U.S. government. I guess I'll find another way in. If the law passes, not only will the government be able to access your device, but hackers will have endless new treasures of data to steal, courtesy of the United States Senate. It's genius. Hmm. I guess it's time for me to get on my hacking courses. All right. And on another note, we think gold could double and silver could increase by five times in the next few years. That's why we published a new 50-page long ultimate guide on gold and silver that you could download here <laughs> at SovereignMan.com. I'm not going to download no 50-page guide. I don't got time for that shit. Just send money to the bank and fucking buy it. All right, let's see what the hell else is going on because this, this is bullshit. The government, government owns us, man. It doesn't matter. I mean... That's why I talk shit. You don't think that I think that they're listening to me? Get the fuck out of here. They're definitely listening to me. Um, yeah, either or. So, let's see. Texas suffers record jump in new COVID-19 cases. Deaths tick higher. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's going to be like bouncing back and forth between new, uh, northern and southern of the United States. Close to half of all working age adults in the U.S. do not have a job right now. Dow. But, and, and, and. The article underneath, alright? So first we have close to half of all working age adults in the U.S. do not have a job right now, but the article underneath it, Dow soars to the best quarter since 87 as Fed balance sheets explodes. Oh boy, oh boy. This shit is gonna tumble. And it's gonna tumble eventually. I don't know how soon. 
But when it when it does, it's gonna be pretty fucking ugly. FICO introduces a new credit mem- uh, measure. Oh, people are saying we can see 4,000 gold. Airbus to cut 15,000 jobs. No recovery expected until 2023. Oh, it's gloom and doom, people. Oh, my goodness. Now they're trying to tell us COVID-19 is 10 times more infectious than at the start of the pandemic. Ah, this is all bullshit. At the end of the day, people, it's all bullshit. But I just wanted to share with you the lead act and how they're going to basically bend us over one more time by forcing everybody and anyone to make a back door for them in order to access our information. But you know what, though? I already have assumed that they've accessed mine, and I really don't give a fuck. They could go fuck themselves. All right, everybody, be safe. Be well. Have a good night. Be at peace. Don't worry about the government peeking on you. Just turn the phone off. It's all good. Have a great night.